Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man on. His name is J.D. Rivera. He was uh, arrested. I guess you weren't arrested on January 6th, right? Or were you? No, I was not. Okay, so we're going to get into what it is. You're somebody who has been found guilty for some reason for the events of January 6th. In fact, you're going to be turning yourself in in just a few days um, to go and serve time. J.D., I don't know much about the story other than I know that what happened on January 6th was, was kind of ridiculous to throw this large blanket around everybody and act like anybody who was there was starting trouble or some sort of weird insurrection. That isn't what happened. Um, the truth needs to come out. A lot of people who were also arrested are still just behind bars with no right to even get out on bail. What was your situation specifically? Were you at the Capitol on January 6th, 2020? Yes, or absolutely. 2021, I, was. I should say. Go ahead. 2021, yeah. Yeah, I was there at the Capitol. I, uh, the reason why I was there is because I'm, I'm a filmmaker. Okay. I was there to document what was going on that day. And, and, day and you're allowed to. The First Amendment says you're allowed. You, as a member of the press, uh, you mm-hmm. have the right to go and film anywhere you want, and uh, they can't stop you. So why would you be in trouble for filming what was happening that day? Well, I can tell you, let me, let me sum it up as real quick as possible for this. Uh, when I was found guilty in November, the judge put in her conclusion that I chose the side of the insurrection. What? So, yeah, she put that I chose the side of the insurrection in her closing statement. Mind you, I got four misdemeanor charges, the same four that a majority of Americans are facing. Um, but I didn't go to jury trial. I, t- I chose a bench trial uh, just because I, I knew that I wasn't going to have a jury. My peers, a buddy of mine who went in uh, just a week after I did, was found guilty on the four same charges from a jury. Uh, but it goes to show you that there's none of us are going to be held uh, to the correct law, right? We're all being held to the same standard uh, just for being associated with January 6th. Yeah, but you get equal justice under the law. So four misdemeanors, what were they? Do you know? Well, you know. What, what were they? Yeah, it was uh, trespassing, dem- uh, picketing, rioting, and demonstrating on in, in a Capitol building. Were you rioting? No. I literally, it, with all the evidence, the evidence the prosecution had and the evidence that they have, which is my video footage, um, you have a cell phone or with my camera on one hand, a cell phone on the other. So when I wasn't getting a live shot, when I wasn't able to, uh, get into the, the live because the service was, was bad at that moment. So many people were there. I was still filming in my camera with my camera. So I wasn't even, you know, there, there was, there's no, I didn't break anything. I didn't fight anybody. Uh, I wasn't screaming at anybody. There were a couple of things that, that they, they used against me that said that I was part of the problem there. But outside of that, everything goes against my First Amendment. It's J.D. Rivera. He is going to jail. Is it jail or prison? Where, where are you going? I'm going to prison. You're going to prison for four misdemeanor charges, um, some of them provably uh, untrue. There, mm-hmm. uh, there are allegedly ten to 14,000 hours of video that the, the House of Representatives is not releasing. Hopefully, when the Republicans take over, when this finally happens, they will release it. I mean, one would assume that there's a lot of video that exonerates you, right? Yeah, no, it definitely would be. I mean, there's already video footage out there that should exonerate me, specifically with the uh, the hours of footage of the, the police officers allowing people to walk in. My video footage that shows, and you can hear a police officer in the back telling people, come on, we don't want anybody to get trampled. Uh, my video footage that shows not one single police officer is telling me to leave. Uh, my video footage that shows that I was walking in the rotunda and never once will read anybody in my, well, my camera uh, was told that we weren't supposed to be there, told to leave. We all walked in, and me, I was in there maybe 20, 30 minutes and walked back out. Literally, the whole purpose of me being there was to get that footage. Did you break anything? Did you kick anything? Did you punch anybody? What did you, what'd you do while you were there? I fist bumped a cop on the way out and said, <laughs> you know, take, take care of yourself. But no, there's absolutely nothing. And, and you, you can see anybody who reads the transcripts. I mean, depending on what side you are, right? Yeah. If you're somebody who 
believes that January 6th was an insurrection, me being there, you should see the things that people say about me just for me being there. Um, I'm, you know, me and my wife were, uh, people were saying that we are part of what happened that like we orchestrated it. Like, I mean, we had nothing to do with any of that stuff. Um, but it's, you know, everybody else who knows what's going on has my video footage and can tell you, uh, the, the eight months that I'm receiving. And let me explain this too. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Marine Corps veteran. Uh, I served 10 years in the Marine Corps honorably. I have zero criminal record. This is my first thing ever on my criminal record. There's nothing about me. I'm a, I'm a good citizen. I'm a good Christian man. Um, I'm a part of my, I do things in my community. And I'm getting a, a sentence that's longer than some of the people who pleaded guilty on felonies. Wow. So it makes zero sense, especially not having any type of um, any type of criminal history whatsoever. But again, my, my, my judge specifically said she was going to use me and hold me accountable uh, for the violent actions that day. Mind you, again, I wasn't charged with any violent actions. But even though the FBI said that as well, um, they said they were going to hold me accountable for violent actions. I didn't get a single charge. So I'm, I'm right now, basically, if you look at it, I said, I'm not taking a plea deal. I'm taking this all the way. So because I didn't take a plea deal, they're smacking me with more time for going to trial. So anybody it, it that wants to go to trial. Well, I'm not, you're, you're supposed to get a, a fair day in court. You're supposed to get due process. You're not supposed to have somebody say you took the side of the insurrection. That's ridiculous. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for your service. Uh, secondly, I can't believe that, that you're getting railroaded like this. But let me ask you, are you part of some organization? Are you part of the Proud Boys? Are you part of Antifa? Are you part of anything like that? I'm part of Jubilee Christian. And my then, local church. So, so, so you're part of a, a Christian church. Um, uh, we all have seen the video, maybe it was yours, where the cops are moving the barricades and welcoming people in. Um, you said you fist bumped a cop on the way out. So I'm guessing you left after the day was done, knowing that you and I both agreed that the rioting was wrong. It wasn't an insurrection, but what they did was wrong. I think a lot of it was incited by the left. We have proof of that through John mm-hmm. Sullivan and who the hell is Ray Epps. Um, so we know that what happened, you were not involved in. How did they catch up with you? Was this this geo-tracking stuff from your cell phone? How did they know that you were there? So I I had a very huge following on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and and Twitter. But of course, anybody that was there on January 6th got permanently banned from all social media platforms. Um, So with that, and this is the part of the story that gets pretty pretty crazy, um, the church at the time that I was associated with, which is the church I'm associated with now, it it was very divided with what was going on in the country. You know, you had the BLM, you had the Antifa, you had uh, the, the MAGA and the Trump supporters. So someone like me who spoke out for Trump and who was open about being a conservative, uh, I was obviously somebody to them who hated black people, right? I was racist just like everybody else. Come on. And those people, and there's a select few of them that used to go to my church who actually turned us into the FBI. What? Yes. It's simply, it, simply because they knew that you were there and the FBI did some investigating. And how do they come up with charges? I don't understand what the charges are. You've got videotape of what you were doing there. You were there obviously documenting it. You're allowed to be in the people's house. There was no law saying you couldn't go in there. And just mm-hmm. being on the premises doesn't mean you did anything illegal. It is not trespassing on the house that you and I built. You and I, our taxpayer money uh, supports it and, and keeps it running every every month, every year, every day. So what exactly... How do they come up with these charges? I'm JD. I'm missing it. I don't get it. I don't know. Um, so everybody's getting the same charges, and if not getting those four, they're getting more. And there's, uh, if you look at any footage, any any questions you might have about January sixth, uh, I highly recommend that you go to stophate.com. Okay. It's ran by my buddy David Sumrall. Okay. I mean, everything J six related, you can go in there to include seeing 
the um, the invisible border that they put around the Capitol that we weren't we supposedly were supposed to know that we weren't supposed to pass that day. It's it's literally an invisible border that they put up uh, to include the areas where they had some bike racks. Uh, and mind you, when I got there, by the time I got there, yeah. everything that would have even seemed as as a fence no longer existed. Right. Everything there was so many people in the crowd, and that was the crowd we followed up. My, I was I was on my way to the Capitol, took a detour to go get some lunch because we knew it was still going to be going on. And then we got in people DMing us and messaging us saying, you guys need to get to the Capitol. This is what's going on. And it was at that moment when I looked at my wife and I said, if I don't get there, I'm going to kick myself in the butt for not getting the footage because I knew I was going to come here to get something. And it was at that moment that I went there getting the footage. And, and the one thing that people, people do understand um, that I want people that don't understand, when I was there... I was excited about what I was capturing on video for yes. one reason. I thought that it was going to help me skyrocket my career into my journalism. Right. Um, I, I literally, in December, had a interview with my local news station, WKRG, let them know that I was probably going to head down to the Stop the Steal rally, and I'll get whatever footage I, I could get, and I'll lend it to them if they want. Right. But I wanted to be a part of their team. I, was, I had an interview. January 7th, I get a phone call from WKRG. They knew I was there. They knew I went inside the Capitol. I spoke to the director. They offered me the job on January 7th. I had a job with WKRG. Wow. Um, and then January 20th, I was arrested uh, on inauguration day out of all days. I was arrested and um, WKRG was the only vehicle across the street. They weren't recording anything, but WKRG was the only vehicle across the street. And the entire time from the day that they, from the day I got home, uh, I think I started working with Garcia, who was one of the camera techs. The day I started working with him, which I believe was on the 12th, um, I kept asking him, hey, I'm ready to go. I had the keys. Yeah. I had the card. I even I even had my, um, what do you call, uh, my new hire paperwork signed and everything. I yeah. was a part of the team. But they kept telling me, we don't know what's going on. HR is, is, is holding back. Uh, we're just waiting for HR. We're just waiting for HR. Well, come January 20th, now I know why they were waiting for HR. Um, again, they were across the street, which means they knew. They were tipped that off. I had a, yeah. Yeah, that I had a warrant for my arrest from the FBI. But, well, um, it's, I want to tell people who are listening who you are again. It's J.D. Rivera. He's actually turning himself in on Monday uh, because of this guilty. Um, you didn't plead guilty. You were be, you were found guilty, and it was only by a judge. In retrospect, do you wish that you would have had a jury, or do you think it would have, would have gone the same way? It would have gone the exact same way. Can you appeal a sentence? Because this sentence is stupid. Yeah, actually, right now we're in the process of appealing the, the, appealing the sentence. So... After I was found guilty, uh, about a week later, I got with John Pierce, who's now my, my lawyer. Okay. And um, he's representing like 20 plus of us at this point. John Pierce, they sent him and his team, uh, put together the appeal documents, sent it up. And I didn't know this at the time, but when you do an appeal, uh, the, first pe- the first person that's allowed to deny it or whatever is the, the judge that found me guilty. Well, on the appeal, we were requesting a motion to stay because by the time this appeal process is done, I'd have already served my time. Well, I gotta, I've, I've, got to, I've got to stop you because I think I know a little bit about the, the judicial system. Why would the judge that found you guilty get the first right to accept the appeal or not? Shouldn't it go to a judge at, 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 maybe at the circuit, maybe at the appellate court, maybe maybe higher than that? Why would it go to the same judge? She obviously didn't think that you had an appeal or, or, or doesn't want you to appeal the sentence that she laid down. Why would she get the first right, right of refusal? I have no idea. I, and, and again, that's, you know, um, I, I, this is my normal thing. Yeah. So I don't... <laughs> I don't know. The Let the lawyers deal like with it. That. Okay. So, so if yeah. the appeal happens, you're saying that, that, um, it, she, the appeal could, is she, she, she could drag her feet though. And the, uh, hear the appeal or decide on the appeal after you serve your time. Is that what I'm hearing? 
No. So at this moment, she denied my motion to stay. So we requested a motion to stay through her, not yeah. to appeal. I'm sorry. Okay. We requested the motion to stay. Good. Uh, she denied the motion to stay. And then now it's at the D.C. Circuit Court. Um, today's probably the last day that I have a chance to find out whether or not I get this motion to stay. Um, if they deny it, then I'm, I'm obviously uh, turning myself in and serving the eight months. Uh, and, the, and, the motion that, and again, just because I'm not, I'm not in the situation, and you, you are. Um, just so I understand, and my audience understands, if you, if they approve the motion to stay, then you don't start your sentence on Monday. You actually get the appeal heard first. Correct. Well, what are the chances? I mean, the day's almost over. I don't know. The, I, I've, I, it's it's me and my family. We pretty much just figured that I'm going to prison. We we stopped. Uh, we stop looking for the, the possibilities of not going uh, because if it does come up and I don't, then it's just another blessing for our family. But, you know, we want to be prepared for the worst. Jenny, am I missing something? Is there some part of your story that the judge would have taken to mean you were inciting something that day? What, what, did, does she say in her ruling, I, I, know she, I know she said you took the side of the insurrection, which is stupid. That's ridiculous. You were just there videoing it and you were mm-hmm. documenting it. Does she say something? that leads us, the, the viewer from outside of the situation, to understand why she might have made this decision? Anything? Uh, the, best, the best things I can think of are the three things that were said. Uh, at one point, I was excited, and I said on my camera that I was excited that I'm getting this footage because it's my birthday week. Yes. So I was excited. My birthday's on the 11th, by the way. Um, so I was excited about getting that. That was one thing I said. Uh, another thing I said, I was talking to a fellow, uh, another journalist who's there, and I had said to him, I said, see, this is exactly what me and my boys were talking about. This can't be a real uh, revolution unless they're going in and taking people out. Right. She took that as me inciting that. But I wasn't talking to anybody about it. At all. I was talking to somebody, but I wasn't talking to the crowd. I wasn't telling people, go in and do this. Everything that I was found guilty on was based off of things I said. And it wasn't even the things I said that day. It was stuff that I said, um, put it this way. They, they found, when I had Facebook, there was somebody, somebody made a post about, uh, I can't remember who it was actually, uh, Swalwell, whatever his name is. Yeah, Eric Swalwell, made a post yeah. About, uh, it was either Eric Swalwell or Pelosi. I can't remember okay. which one it was. But somebody made a post that was a part of this huge conservative group and tagged me in it. And they used that saying that I was agreeing with that, what that person said. And it had something to do with, uh, he said, uh, hashtag Chinagate. Wow. So somebody, somebody made a post tagged me and because i was a part of that i was a part of that and the person that tagged me i don't even know who it was well jd i gotta no tell you so I, I gotta tell you what, what they did is persecution on political beliefs if you were not a mm-hmm. trump supporter this wouldn't be happening um uh, just to give people some some inside baseball who aren't in the journalism business i was a tv news anchor for a long time i was a reporter for a long time when you go and get the big story you do get a level of adrenaline that spikes because you know that you're getting a good story and you know that this is going to, A, be good for those who are viewing your content and, B, possibly be good for you as the person who got the content. There's nothing wrong with being excited about being there at a big event that's going on, so that doesn't make any sense to me that you'd be punished for saying, man, I knew this was going to happen, or man, look at this, We've got I'm so glad that we're grabbing this, it's my birthday week, in which you were making the comments, like I used to as a TV news anchor, man, we got a big story tonight, people are going to really get good news from us tonight. No, absolutely. I mean, and I know people are going to be like, oh, that's not true, but I can, I can give you the transcripts. I can give you my video footage. And that's what I ask people. Go check out my footage. I even have a, I, I broke it down small. I have a side-by-side comparison of my footage and Luke Mogelson from The New Yorker. Okay. Luke Mogelson is actually the one who went inside the Capitol, inside the, the Senate chambers and documented everything. And he's fine. QAnon, he's not in trouble. Yeah, no, 
Well, it's because they used his evidence as a, as a way to impeach President Trump. But in the video, in Luke Mogelson's video, there's multiple times where he's actually told by the, the Capitol Police that he can't be there and he needs to leave. Um, Luke Mogelson has video footage, and you as, as a reporter and anchor, you know, he was documenting these documents as they were flipping through them. Yes. He's got that stuff somewhere on a file. I never went into the chamber. And he's fine. Mind you, if you <laughs> and he's fine. Nothing's happened to him. And I got the doc, I got the side-by-side footage that shows me and Luke Mogelson literally went up the right. same steps. Me and Luke Mogelson literally went in the same window, went down the same hall. The difference is I stopped, turned around, and went out. He stayed in and covered everything inside the Capitol. Uh, I'm, I'm, frankly, so I, I'm frankly out of time. J.D., do me a favor. Where can we see this video? Tell us where to go. Uh, if you go to my YouTube page, Arbor Films, uh, you can find it there. Uh, I'm on, I'm on t- our Twitter as A Brown American. You can find me there. I have it there as well. Those are the best two pages to get it because anywhere else it's getting taken down any, at this point. Uh, I'm surprised it hasn't been taken down on YouTube. But that's an, well. Hopefully, uh, again, it won't. Arbor. Yeah. It's a, say it again. What's it called? Arbor. Arbor Films. It's my name spelled backwards. Okay. Very good. All right. So, all right. Uh, so, we'll make sure people go and check that out. I want them to see this. I want them to do the side by side comparison. I want them to understand that you're being railroaded here. And, and I hope nothing but the best. Keep uh, keep in touch with me. You know how to get a hold of me on Instagram. Um, yeah. And uh, and let me know what happens. Hopefully, the appeal comes through. Hopefully, you'll be able to go back and get your day in court, a real day in court, and you won't have to go to prison. Either way, we support you big time and keep in contact. Okay. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. All right, Jenny. Appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. to have you. Thanks. I appreciate uh, J.D. Rivera coming on. Again, he's going to have to report to prison for an eight-month sentence for four misdemeanors on Monday unless he gets that uh, that stay and gets to work on his appeal. Uh, it doesn't look good right now because I think today was the last day he could have gotten that notification. I'm glad to have him on today. I'm glad to expose what appears to be a railroad job by the government. I'll give you updates on that as we go. Keep it here. Much more to come, including uh, General Flynn next hour. Keep it here. You're listening to Joe Pags.